Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Time now for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Sliman Brothers, your local appliance expert. Online at slimanbros.com. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. We're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend and the voice of the Blues. He's Chris Kerber here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, how you doing, man? Brandon, doing great. How are you guys today? Uh, doing very well. Curbs, I said in the first segment, I loved what we saw last night in that game against the Bruins. I wanted to find out how the Blues would respond when somebody took away those rush opportunities. And according to the, sta- uh, the, the broadcast last night, zero rush chances for the Blues in the first two periods. And then I thought they played a hell of a third period to be able to, to sustain that. What do you think of the Blues last night and how they responded to the way that the Bruins were playing against them? Yeah, you know what? I, I didn't think that they had a whole lot of uh, extra energy in that game, and I thought I thought the Blues or the Bruins played a really good game. Uh, and and then I also think that as the game went on, they were able to figure out how to realize what was going to be needed when when those opportunities in the neutral zone were taken away. It was get it behind the D, use your speed. I thought Robert Thomas had a great example of that later on in the game, where he he put the puck in behind the D, and then his speed caught the D off guard, and he was able to get in first on the forecheck. So. You know, to me, uh, I, I like the game. I like the fact that they gritted out a point in that game and, uh, and, and all around played a pretty solid contest. Curbs, uh, we were talking about this in the office, and I think we're going to get into this a little bit later. Hypothetically, if the Blues were in the Stanley Cup final, who would be the team that you would want to see the Blues play? Because all three of us kind of agreed Boston would be a hell of a lot of fun after watching that game and then watching the one that was played in Boston a few days ago. Yeah, holy moly. I hope we have this problem to, to figure out. Um yeah, I think, you know, honestly, I, I think that the, the, the two teams that you'd want to face, to be honest with you, would probably be Boston or 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 Washington, and that's because they have more holes, I think, than some of the what other What about teams. if it wasn't, like, for the best matchup curbs, but the most entertaining as a fan? Like, you as a hockey fan, you've been a hockey fan your entire life. You just want to see the best possible matchup between the Blues and blank. Who is that team? Well, then then I, I, think, I think you go the Florida Panthers. They are an awesome squad. They... they they can score. They're the top scoring team. I think the Blues and and Florida are top uh, top three in terms of most points from forwards this season. They've got every aspect of their game going. Um, I, I think that that could be an extraordinarily exciting series uh, to, to see that one play out. 
Talking to Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, what did, what was it specifically that Boston did through the neutral zone last night? I'm always fascinated by seeing uh, some of the best defensive teams and what they try to do against the best offensive teams. I love, uh, I mentioned this in the opening segment, I love watching Bill Belichick try to scheme up against the best offenses in the league during their run in, in New England. What did you see last night that Boston specifically tried to do to contain the Blues offense? Well, and I thought we saw Nashville do it as well, and at least in, in the first period against the Blues on, on Easter Sunday. Uh, when, when they drop some players back, the Blues you know, try to get going, and, and they, they don't necessarily like to always just come up the near boards with the puck. And they were pinching off that, the, the plays across the middle of the ice. Teams like that that have really good sticks that can deflect those passes when the Blues are trying to go rink wide or, or feed through the middle. And, and, and they were taking that away. So that means the Blues are going to have to skate the puck up a little bit further, somehow gain that red line, chip it in, and then get that zone with some speed to put some pressure on the defense. And, you know, I think I referenced it last night. that There was a whole sequence where I said it was a game of pong, you know, over the red line because both teams would touch it. It would come back. The other team would grab it. And we've seen now back-to-back games where there's been very little space in the neutral zone. And when you have two teams that can move up and down the ice as a cohesive unit, two teams that – that are given the support like we saw the Blues do during this win streak, like we've seen uh, these last three teams that we've played, except for the second period, of course, with Nashville. But prior to that, and even in the third period we saw it, when you see them supporting each other with the puck, you don't have a whole lot of room to move the puck, and that means you've got to even battle harder for it. So to me, that, that that's what these teams are doing. That's what the Blues are frankly doing, and, and it's, it creates for a pretty good tight brand of hockey. You know, and I, and, and I listen, I don't know that, the hitting part is a real interesting part here. Although I think Alec, I think uh, Ivan Barbashev had more hits than, than were charted last night, even though he was already charted with a career high seven. You know, but the last few games where the Blues have been out hit, I think one it shows kind of more the physical nature of those other teams, but I think it also shows the puck control ability of the Blues. You're not hitting when you have the puck. You're hitting when you're chasing it, and, and I think that's been a big factor. Curb, speaking of those hitting and with Ivan Barbashev, Craig Berube made a comment about Barbie last night after the game talking about how impactful he is when he's playing physical. And I was talking about this on postgame. In terms of the matchups, I'm kind of looking at that Barbashev, Shen, and Jordan Cairo line because you would imagine the opposition's best defensive forward line is going to be going up against the Thomas line, and O'Reilly's line is going to be going up against the opposition's best offensive line, which sets up possibly an opportunity for Shen, Barbashev, and Cairo to exploit some mismatches. Yeah, it does. And the reality of it is, is let's say it's Colorado, for example, um, or, or even the Kaprizov line, you know, with Minnesota. The, when you're on the road, you're not going to get the matchups you want all the time. So you really, what coaches do is they tend to look on a two-line matchup. What two lines are they trying to get out against that one line for the other team? And you're right. So that could open up the Shen line quite a lot. To me, you know what you're getting every night by Barbashev. You know what you're getting every night from Shen think we saw a little couple steps forward again last night from Jordan Cairo. So to me, that's a, that's a really important thing and positive to see there. You know, when, when they traded Oscar Sundquist, we talked to Craig Berube just after that deal. And he mentioned how really, you know, the roles are going to be filled by, he thinks by two guys, one, it's one eventually that Toropchenko he thinks could step in, maybe not as offensively as Sundquist was, you know, but in terms of hitting and, and, and the energy he can bring, that there's that aspect of it. But then he talked about Barbashev really being in, and Barbashev knows it. He, he, he says, look, do I want to necessarily go in there and hit Nikita to Zadorov? You know, every time, no, he says, but, but I've got to do it. And you see him leading through that way. Ivan Barbashev is a terrific player. Now, man, I'll go back to this. 
man, am I glad they protected that guy. <laughs> and I'm glad Seattle didn't take uh, Vladimir Tarasenko <laughs> yeah. as well when he was unprotected. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Curves, I did want to ask you the final thing that I've got for you today. Uh, Ville Husso, Jordan Bennington, they've been going back and forth, splitting it basically 50-50 over their last six games now. Do you expect that to be the split over the next five games? What, what? How do you think they split this thing up down the stretch? Well, with 12 games to go, I thought you'd see Bennington get five games. Uh, you've got a couple of back-to-backs here. You go from Arizona to Anaheim, there's the back-to-back. Actually, I'm really looking forward to that Arizona to that Anaheim game. Uh, I, I think it's a treat that we're going to get a chance to see Ryan Getzloff's last game in the in the National Hockey League. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that day. Um, but but I think yeah, you're going to see. I, I would expect to see Bennington probably with 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 six games to go, or is it no? It's five games to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd expect Jordan Bennington to probably get at least two of those. So I, I think it's pretty clear the way that they've started the goaltenders of late and how they've done it. That right now that net is Billy Husso's. Uh, but but it's good to see Jordan Bennington have the kind of games that he's had. And I would expect to see him at least two more times easily uh, before the end. it's all said and done. Do you go Bennington in the next two and then finish out the final three with Huso just so that way? Because no. you've got the back to back on Saturday Sunday. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't do that because I think, and, and I think we saw that. I think there was an opportunity in Boston to maybe kind of switch it up and start Jordan Bennington. And when they started Billy Huso in Boston, to me that that kind of said that hey, look. Uh, they didn't want to give, I think, Jordan the, or I'm sorry, Billy, four or five days without getting in that. I think they want to keep him in a rhythm, and that's why I think they're seeing that. So, um, you know, I would expect to see we've got, you know, what we've got tomorrow in San Jose. Um, I think you probably start Billy tomorrow in San Jose. You go and then maybe give him the Anaheim game as well. It'll be an interesting one, one to see how this all shakes out. It'll be fascinating, even more so to me, how it plays out against Colorado and Vegas. And how they go in there, especially knowing you know that both of those, at least the Colorado one, could be an interesting tone setter. Yeah, especially with the the time off because you got the Tuesday at Colorado, and then you don't play again until Friday at home against Vegas, and right. then you got a few days off until the start of the playoffs. Going to be interesting uh, just to see how they decide to tune up going into the postseason. Hey, Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. Thank you so much for adjusting with us on the fly. I know you got a uh, no pun intended a flight to catch. We'll talk with you again next week, man. All right, guys, have an awesome week. We'll talk to you from the road.